0: Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, and whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. Hello and welcome. Today I wanted to talk about a topic that uh, has been in the news a lot recently, and that is suicide. Uh, Last week alone, there were two people who were, I guess, semi famous uh, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, who both committed suicide. I'll admit I've never heard of either of them, so I can't really say too much about them specifically, but the fact that they uh, both committed suicide and in the same week, and they're somewhat high-profile people, bought, brought the topic of suicide back into the news, and so there's been some articles about it, and in fact, there has been an increase in uh, suicide rates in America over the past uh, few years, uh incredible one, in fact. Uh, between one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine and two thousand and sixteen the rate of suicide increased by twenty eight percent and in fact, in uh, two thousand and sixteen alone forty five thousand Americans uh, took their own lives and so there 's no question that there is a su- almost you could call a suicide epidemic in our culture today now this isn 't exactly brand new or anything like that. I remember when I was in a high school uh, no junior high I think I was in eighth grade a friend of mine, his older sister. Uh, committed suicide, and that was the first I had ever experienced that in my own life. Um, she had uh, locked herself in her, she put herself in her car, started the car in her garage with the doors closed, and committed suicide. And it was it was quite shocking to me the idea that somebody could uh, take their own life. Somebody, especially so young, this girl. I think she was. I think she was like maybe a sophomore or junior in high school when she did this, and I don't know the reason why, uh, but it really is something that has been with us for a while, but there seems to be an increase in the amount of suicide, and so why is that? Now, before I really get into that too much, I want to make something clear. Uh, from a Catholic perspective, suicide is a grave matter. What that means is when something is a grave matter, it means if you do it with deliberate consent and full knowledge, it's a mortal sin. And if you commit a mortal sin, you, are, you break your friendship with God, you break your relationship with God, and if you die in a state of mortal sin, you go to hell. Now, this is something very hard to hear and hard to think about, I know, but it's something I think we need to be clear about. Now, let's go through that a little bit more carefully now. I said that. What does it mean that it has full knowledge and deliberate consent? So, like I said, it's a grave matter, which means it's a serious matter. Anything that's a serious matter, for example, uh, you know, uh, murdering somebody, obviously, missing mass on Sunday, these things are grave matters, means they're very serious matters. But you have to have full knowledge and deliberate consent. Full knowledge means that you know it's bad. So, for example, let's say you are somebody... uh, who doesn't realize missing mass on Sunday is a, mortal, is a grave matter uh, because you weren't raised right? Uh, maybe, you're, maybe you're mentally um, handicapped or something like that. Well, you're not giving, you don't have full knowledge when, that ha- when you do that. And so, therefore, it wouldn't necessarily be a mortal sin for you at that moment. still a grave matter, still sin, but not necessarily a mortal sin. You also have to give deliberate consent. what that means is you you're what you 're doing you know what you 're doing it, and you mean to do it so for example let 's say a young girl gets pregnant and her parents drive her to the abortion clinic and force her to give an uh, to have an abortion well she didn 't give deliberate consent in that situation, therefore it 's not necessarily a mortal sin for her, even though it 's still a grave matter her she did not consent to it fully, and so in the case of suicide. Obviously, I think we we know that a lot of times it might very well be the case that we don't have deliberate consent happening because the person might have a mental illness. They might not fully recognize what it is they're doing. But that doesn't mean it's not a grave matter. It doesn't mean it's not a very serious matter what they're doing. And it doesn't mean it's not necessarily, in some cases, it is a mortal sin because we don't necessarily know in each case whether or not the person had mental illness or anything like that. So I think we always need to be very clear up front that suicide is something that is very serious, very grave, and it's something to be, obviously, we should always um, avoid and and encourage people to avoid for obvious reasons, but also just because of the fact that it is, it can potentially be a mortal sin. And in fact, it's probably, in a way, almost the worst of the mortal sins because there's such little chance for repentance. Because obviously, if you kill yourself, there's only maybe an instant or something where you could have a repentance. Whereas other mortal sins, if you commit them, you at least have a chance, in most cases, for repentance. And so let's um, be clear about that first. Secondly, if you look at what people are blaming blaming for this rise in suicide rates, I saw, of course, who else gets blamed but Trump. And, you know, people know who have followed me. I'm not a huge Trump fan, but I also am no fan of the constant let's blame Trump for everything. Supposedly because Trump is cutting certain services uh, for the mentally ill and things like that. Therefore, it's Trump's fault that people are committing suicide. And, you know, that's just ridiculous to think that. The idea that we point the finger at the government for every single problem in our country is just ridiculous. Like they didn't solve it. They didn't do enough. I don't think that's really – it's much more a cultural thing that we need to look at rather than let's point the finger at our leaders, but instead let's point the finger at ourselves, at our culture, and what we're doing. Others say that it's just simply mental illness, that it's only mental illness. The only person – people who commit suicide, it has to be mental illness. But I think that's a little too simplistic as well because, I mean, you could say maybe that we just have a rise in mental illness today because if the suicide rates are increasing and if every – suicide is caused by mental illness, then perhaps, you know, you'd say mental illness is rising. Okay, perhaps. But why is mental illness rising? Is it because of the way we eat? Is it because of, I don't know, the way we're raised? Is it, uh, you know, there's a lot of different factors there. If it's, if it's simply something in the mind, something uh, psychological, physiological, something like that, then why is there a rise in that? I think that's too simplistic to say that. Clearly, There's a case of mental, in in one sense, you could almost say every suicide is a case of mental illness in the sense that if you want to kill yourself, something is mentally off. I get that. But I do think the culture that we live in does give rise to an increase in suicides, makes it a more acceptable situation. I think we need to recognize that. Because I think, honestly, we are creating a, a culture of hopelessness hopelessness in our in our in our society where people feel hopeless about the future they feel hopeless about who they are they feel hopeless about where we're going as a country where we're going as a world they feel hopeless because they're given all these lies about how they're supposed to live what's supposed to make them happy they're told all the time oh if you sleep around you'll be happy if you have lots of money you'll be happy if you have power you'll be happy and all these are lies and so what happens is when they try these things and they're not happy There's hopelessness because they don't know what is it that's going to make them happy if these things don't make them happy. And so another thing about our culture is not only do we have this culture of hopelessness, but we also have what I call almost a suicidal culture, part of the culture of death that, you know, Pope John Paul II talked about a lot where we have found suicide acceptable. I mean, there's a story about, I think it was about four or five years ago, the young woman, um, Brittany Maynard, she was 29 years old and and she had brain cancer. And she decided to kill herself. She was this beautiful young woman with, a, you know, just, it was so tragic. She's 29, this beautiful young woman. She decides to kill herself. And instead of the culture saying, the society saying, no, you, it, you, you should not kill yourself. We should love you. We should do everything we can to care for you. Yes, your disease may be terminal, but we need to care for you. You're not a burden on anybody. Instead, the culture said, this is a beautiful thing that you kill yourself. This is dignity that if you kill yourself. How does that not send a message to people who might be, have struggling with thoughts of suicide when we exalt this woman, this young, beautiful woman who commits suicide, we call it assisted suicide. We give it death with dignity. We give it all these pretty names, but ultimately it's still it's still a very harsh reality. It's still suicide, ultimately. And so how can that not affect how people look at suicide when maybe somebody is considering it? And so that's something to also recognize. And in fact, I, I saw recently where the American Medical Association, who have, who have long opposed suicide and assisted suicide, they're thinking about actually accepting it now. They're actually thinking about saying that it is a legitimate option in some cases. And the fact is, suicide is never a legitimate option in any case. You can never kill a, an innocent life for any reason. You know, Whether or not you think it's because the person's a burden or the person feels like they're a burden... It's just never an acceptable thing. And as a culture, and society, we need to make that very clear that suicide is never an acceptable option. I also think part of the reason that we have a suicidal culture is because we don't really recognize the eternity of our, our lives, that our lives go beyond this earth. We, we believe that after we die, most people, I mean, a lot of people now believe that after you die, just nothing happens. And if you believe nothing happens and you feel like this life isn't worth it, then you're going to say, "Okay, well it's not worth it, so I'm going to kill myself because there's nothing after this life anyway." But if you know that after this life there is another life and it will either be the most incredible great life in the world that you could ever imagine in beyond this world, I should say, in heaven, or it will be the most awful life that you could ever imagine in hell, then Hopefully that will start, I mean, obviously I'm not talking about somebody with a mental illness who can't process this, but people who are maybe having suicidal thoughts recognize that this life isn't the end of the story. There is something after this life, and it's either glorious or it's horrific. And I do think, and this is another hard truth that we need to recognize, that is there is a hell, and that we do need to tell people that there is a hell, and that no matter how bad things are on this earth, there is something potentially worse after we die. And so we should live our lives so that we don't experience what's worse. Instead, we experience heaven, which is more glorious than we can ever imagine. But if we don't talk about eternal, I mean, and I, this is a frustration of mine, a pet peeve of mine I brought up before. You know, so many homilies at churches, so many sermons at churches, they just talk about this world, about being, hey, be nice to other people. This is great, and, you know, we should just make this world better. They never talk about what comes after that. I do think that factors into our suicidal culture, that you get to the point where if this world is everything, if all we care about is this world, then somebody who's in a very terrible situation where they just feel like they can't get out of this situation, they can't see beyond where they are, well, then suicide can become an option. But if you know that no matter how bad things are today, no matter how bad things are in this world, there is something after this life, well, then suicide then becomes much less of a, a legitimate option for that person. And so I think we need to talk about that eternity, how great it is when you go to heaven and how awful it is, frankly, if you go to hell. And so I think that's something else that's contributing to the, the rise in suicides. Now, I've mentioned a couple of times, but I want to make it very clear. Obviously, there's many cases of true mental illness we're talking about where somebody they just are unable to see beyond their situation and see beyond the, their, their mind's just not able to work the way it should. And for those people, they really we really need to make sure they get help. And in fact, anybody who has ever has suicidal thoughts, ever thinks about suicide, you you need to reach out to somebody. There's a suicide hotline, a national suicide hotline. In fact, the number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. It's 24 7 Call that number if you ever feel like you have suicidal thoughts, you're ever thinking about suicide seriously. You, you do need to call that number. Also, I guarantee you, if you call your local Catholic parish and want to talk to a priest or you call any you know Christian church you want to talk to the pastor and you have suicidal thoughts, somebody will talk to you and somebody will help you. Because ultimately, I think that's one of the key things is Find somebody to talk to because I think what happens is when, when people get into depression and they get into these thoughts, it's, it's very internal and it gets, it's like a cycle in their brain and they can't get out of it. They need somebody to break that cycle. They need somebody to talk to. And so that's why they should call the suicide hotline, 1-800-273-8255, or they should call a local church, talk to the pastor, and get help. Get help as, as you need it. And so I think, and then finally, I just want to say about this, the rise in suicide, I do think it's related to the decline in religion. If you look at our culture in in America, and I'm talking only about America really here, I can't talk about other cultures I'm not part of, but you'll notice that we've had a humongous decline in religious activity over the past 50 years and at the same time a rise in suicides. Do we really think that's a coincidence? How can that be a coincidence? If you do not know why you exist, why you were created, why you are here in this life and what you were made for, then it's very hard to get through difficulties. It's very hard to get through suffering in this life. But if you know that your sufferings in this world are but nothing compared to the glory that we will receive one day in heaven, then it's much easier, maybe not even easier right? the right word, but you can at least understand and get through the sufferings in a better way if you know these things. In fact, there was a reading... I should have looked this up. I think it was on Sunday, a reading, um, I think it was from St. Paul, where he talked about, he compared the minor what he basically called like the minor inconveniences of this world. And remember, St. Paul went through some significant sufferings. And he calls them like minor inconveniences compared to the way to glory that awaits us. And, and so with the decline of religion, people don't see that. They don't know that there is so much more to our lives than what we see in this world. And so the decline in religion, I really think, is one of the a major factor in the rise in suicides. So we need to make sure people know that they are e- in eternal beings. When you were created, when you were created in your mother's womb, you were created for eternity. You will live forever. And so the question becomes where will you live forever? Will you live live forever with God in heaven or will you live forever without God in hell? And so if we if we have this before us at all times, I think then people Uh, The the option of suicide just becomes unthinkable, much more unthinkable in our culture. We don't even consider it ever. We'd never call it death with dignity. We'd never laud it as something as a good or something like that. Okay, so I think finally I just want to say that let's pray for all of those who are considering suicide, those who have suicidal thoughts, who, who are combating depression, which can be an awful and terrible thing. Let's pray that they get help. Let's also pray for those who have committed suicide. Although it is a grave matter and it can be a mortal sin, we don't know the destination of those who commit suicide because we don't know whether or not they had deliberate consent, if they had full knowledge. We don't know if they were able to make a final repentance. And so let's pray for their souls that they might one day they might actually be with heaven, with God in heaven forever. Um, but I mean, really, this is a like I said, we live in a suicide suicidal culture. Let's do all we can to make it instead a cultural life, a culture where people recognize that they have an eternal life and they need to live for that eternal life. Okay, well, that's it for today. Um, I just wanted to share those thoughts with you. Uh, until next time, keep swimming against the stream.